Good morning, good evening, good night. This is the Be Yourself Podcast presented to you by the one and only Vendad. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. And remember, worry less, trust more, and enjoy the journey. Let's get it. So my friend that's starting his own business soon told me to do a Montreal pop-up shop breakdown. And for all the listeners that don't know, I have a clothing line that I run with my business partner. The brand is called Vola Gasson. V-O-L-E-R space G-A-R-C-O-N-Z. We started this brand five years ago. Next year will be six. And we created this brand to style people and not style on them. Because we knew how important it was to feel a part of something. I know how cool I felt having Nikes because Nikes were the thing that was in. I know how cool it felt to have Adidas because Adidas was in. So I always want to create a brand to make people feel a part of something. Even if it wasn't the most expensive brand, even though we're going to have more expensive pieces as time goes on because that's just the way things work. And we're not just a one-sided brand. We can do everything. We can make jackets. We can do all this stuff. So we want to showcase that in the long run for sure. But I feel like it's very important for entrepreneurs to share their stories so people can be inspired by them, motivated by them, and understand that they can do things that they pictured themselves doing. You just have to do it. You have to face your fears. So I'm going to break down this pop-up shop the best way I can. So Beeks and I got invited to the pop-up shop. We spoke about it for about 30 seconds and we both agreed to it. And the thing is, Beeks and I are quick to make decisions and slow to change them. That's just the way we are now with our brand. Whatever we're firm on, we just stick to it. We never make customers dictate what we want to do Or anything like that. We have to be true to our brand. We have to be comfortable with what we are doing. Even if we're doing something that's a big risk. We have to make sure it's us taking the risk. It's not because someone told us this. And you know. Because the worst thing is. When you follow somebody's advice. And it goes left. You just feel like you should have listened to yourself to begin with. Because this is your plan. And I'm not saying don't take advice. Some people's advice is very important, especially the people that done it before. That's why I say it's very important to know who you're learning from. Know who you're learning from. Learn from the people that did it before. And if you can't learn it directly from them, watch them on YouTube. I watch different people on YouTube all the guy all the time. So basically, we were invited. We just said yes. Fuck it. Let's do it. So. Whatever, we prepped for a couple of weeks and we went out there. But it wasn't just Beeks and I. We brought our next business partners, Feezy and Kamal. They're like our younger brothers. And I feel like as an entrepreneur, it's very important to take advantage of the opportunities that you created. Because from putting yourself out there, you are creating opportunities. You don't know what opportunities are going to come back to you. So that's why it's very important to stay ready because you can have those situations when 
you could have a brand for 10 years. 10 years. And you're not making that much money. Then boom, that one opportunity comes and it changes your life forever. Forever. So you have to be prepared. And I'll give you a perfect example of that. Like, I won't even use Virgil. Because Virgil had a lot of those moments. I'll use... If, if you know Virgil's story, you understand what he did with Pyrex and then Off-White. Then he went to Louis Vuitton and blah, blah, blah. Then you got the Nike brand. Like, crazy opportunities from being consistent and always recreating yourself and never being attached to your creations and knowing that you can always create again. That's very important. So, the guy that started Rudd, that brand, R-H-U-E, um, R-H-U-D-E, that brand, there was one specific year that changed his life forever. He made a bandana t-shirt and he opened up a, pay, um, a PayPal account. And in one day, he made $150,000 from this t-shirt because Kendrick Lamar ended up wearing the bandana t-shirt to one of the award shows. And he got a fucking check of $150,000 in one day. And this is what I'm talking about, about you can be broke in your business for 10 years, then that one day hits because you created that one thing, then boom, your life changes. And now that you know that formula to some degree, you know how to enter the lane of opportunity now. You know what you have to do. You know you have to keep creating certain things to always stay in that lane of opportunity. And then when you're in that lane of opportunity, you realize how blessed you actually are. You realize how lucky you actually are. You actually create your luck. People are looking at you like, oh, this guy's so lucky. No, I'm creating my luck as we speak right now. It's not that I'm just a lucky person. I'm just doing things that people don't usually do. And that's creating my luck. So once you realize that, that, believe, um, that builds your belief system even more. So whatever, we got the rental. And we got the Airbnb, and we hit the road, 150 kilometers all the way up. And I think it's very important that I tell you, the whole way there, we only listened to our music. It was very important for us to be in our own world, our own zone, as we were going up there. You know, just pumping ourselves up. And the one thing I really like about my fucking team is... We're funny people. So it's good for us to be around each other, cracking jokes, not taking life so serious, and all those type of things. Because at the end of the day, we're living a dream. We're living a dream. And for anyone out there, I think it's very important for you to know for you to receive new blessings, you have to become a person you never were before. You never were before. So once we got to Montreal, we got some things straight. The only thing that really sucked about our trip was the pictures of the Airbnb were definitely off. We're definitely off. The pictures looked fucking amazing. I'm not saying that our Airbnb looked like shit, but it could have been way better. And this is what made us think about rules. Rules are very important because when you're traveling with a woman, 
she thinks about these things. When you're traveling with men, we don't think about a lot of shit. We just do shit. We don't give a fuck. We're weird like that, you know? I'm not saying all men are like this. I'm just saying men more so just go with the flow. We don't overthink things. With women, they're going to think like, oh, is it clean? Da, 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 da. We do that too, but not to their extent. So once we got to the Airbnb, we're like, okay, this is going to be rules forever. And listen, anyone doing road trips, any of that type of stuff, I think this is important. Always bring bed sheets, pillowcases, towels, cups, paper towels, just in case. So I brought a towel, obviously a hand rag for my skin. I brought bed sheets, but I didn't bring fucking pill, um, pillowcases. So I went to sleep with my hoodie on my head because I just don't know how clean these places are. So I think it's a good note to have to yourself. Like, just bring things that make you feel like you're at home. I feel like that helps you sleep better at night, too, when you know you have your own personal things from your home. So, before we started getting into, like, drinking and everything, we made sure we left certain things in the car for the pop-up shop the following day. So, we wouldn't have to worry about the morning and I think that's very important to find different ways to save time for yourself. So if you have to over-prepare, over-prepare. That's what we do. So before we even got back to the house and started drinking and all these things, we made sure we loaded up the car so everything was ready to go. And we set up the mic after that, poured a few drinks, cheers to a new blessings, New experience, and for arriving alive, started drinking, and then we usually set up a mic in one of the rooms, because we love making music all the time, especially when we're together, so we set up the mic in the room, and we just go in, you know, and it doesn't ever feel like work, because, for example, Beeks and I have been making music for the past I don't even know man since I was like 12 and he was 10 like just recording music off a fucking Sony Ericsson and we would have you know back in the days ringtones were very popular so say for example my mom would buy a ringtone and it wouldn't have any vocals on the ringtone so I would use that ringtone <laughs> as an instrumental and we would use the next phone to record so now when you record you can hear the instrumental playing off the phone and you can hear our voice over the instrumental because we're recording on the next phone very ghetto but we made it work <laughs> this is the thing about being a kid and being creative you just find things to do you figure it out you don't sit there bored that's why when kids are bored right now i'm like how are you bored what are you bored of there's so many things you can do as a kid i would i would just play with a fucking rock you know what I mean? But I get it. All these new gadgets and everything overwhelm them and they want all of them because they look cool. They have a bright screen. There's buttons. What kid wouldn't want that, right? So because we've been making music so long, it's just it's just fun for us, you know? So we started making music. We finished around 3.30 a.m. Got some rest until about 
And as I said, we didn't have to rush in the morning because the car was already packed. So we got to like ease our way into the morning. I feel like it's very important to have time for yourself in the morning so you don't rush and leave things behind. So we get we get to the pop-up shop and we set up things right away. And after we set things up, I always tell myself in my head, we're here to show up and show out. Doesn't matter if one person's here or a million people are here. Let's always be the best version of ourselves. I say that every time we go to do something in my head or I'll just say it out loud. And the boys already know, so I don't really have to say it out loud. They already know what time we are on. We're here to fucking show up and show out. We don't give a fuck. Once we set up, we usually do a two-man at the booth, a two-man do foot um, footwork. And what I mean by footwork is the people that are at the booth take care of the customers that come to the booth. Then the people doing the footwork go around to different booths, talk to people, give out hats, give out business cards, buy things from them if if we're interested in them, and all that type of stuff. And that way, we always cover ground to the best abilities that we can. So two people on foot walking around, talking to everyone, giving out hats, interacting, and then two people by the booth giving out hats, interacting, blah, blah, blah. So we cover the, we usually cover the whole thing. And we rotate so each of us can be prepared for whatever position that we're faced with. So the two people at the booth will rotate with the pe two people doing the footwork. And we'll keep rotating throughout the night. So everyone's doing the same type of jobs. So we all have to know the same type of things. And we all have to be able to explain our brand because our story is very important. So we actually did amazing in sales. We met a lot of good people. It was really a moment for me because what I believed that we could do, we actually did now. So now my belief system went up even more. Now certain things are cemented in my head. We went to Montreal and sold clothing. We can do this anywhere. We can go to Vancouver. We can go to LA. We can go anywhere because we are who we are. This is established now in my head. We can do this shit. When it comes to clothing, we can do this shit anywhere. So now the limitations are really fucking off. Limitations are through the roof now. We can do fucking anything. And that's the beautiful thing about taking your job serious. You know? But at the same time, it's good to welcome people in with a laugh. Or they see you dancing. So people are more welcome to approach you. Because we sell clothing for a living, so... As I said, we're living out our dream, so life's good. So why are we not smiling, dancing, attracting people? But after a successful pop-up, because we're not from Montreal, we took advantage of inviting people over to get to know them more. But you can't just invite every and anyone because you're not from that city. But when you know someone from that city and they are actually reliable, then you can actually do things like that. You can invite people over and... You get a, you know, you get an understanding of the people. 
I don't suggest anyone go to nobody's city and just invite people over to the Airbnb you're at because you don't know people's intentions. But if you have a solid connection out there, then why not invite a few people over so you can just build a better network? So we invite a few people over. We had drinks. We talked about business. We talked about personal things. I feel like it's very important to have like-minded people around you so you can connect with them. You can hear their story and you can add to yourself, you know? When they tell you what adversity they face, you can listen to them and be like, okay, when I get there, then I'll see how I can face it the way they faced it type of thing. And another rule that I realized that's very important, rule number two, it's important to set house rules. Let everyone know what time you want people to leave. Let's all sit down and be like, okay, tomorrow we have to do this, 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 and that. So let's make people leave at least by 12 a.m., 1 a.m. Set those rules so people that you are in business with can sleep properly at night. One thing about me is if I want to go to sleep and there's people I'm with making a bunch of noise outside my room, I won't be able to sleep. I'm a very light sleeper and that can throw off my whole mood and I'll be a dick. I'll just be an asshole because... Why were you making so much fucking noise? We got to do better. If we're going to be living together, going on road together, doing all these things together, we have to have rules. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Maybe that's just the old man in me, but having rules is very important to me. And I feel like my teammates think this is the very same thing as well. So communicate with your team and make sure you have rules. And make sure if people are coming over before... We all go to sleep. Let's all clean up so we don't have to clean up the following day. Let's all clean up, please. Because trying to clean up in the morning when you're hungover and all these things is just not realistic to me. So let's clean up before we go to sleep. It's just less worry in the morning. But overall, an amazing experience. Meeting new people is so fucking important on this journey. I just know this lifestyle can take you places you never thought. So you have to stay prepared, stay positive, stay patient, embrace. And you have to embrace the fear of doing something new because you'll get new results. And once you know you'll get new results, then embracing something new is, is mandatory for you. Mandatory. As we were leaving Montreal, this was the only bad part of Montreal. When we were leaving... We got pulled over by police because we were following the map and the map made us do some turn through a plaza and the cop must have seen us, pulled us over. He told us, oh, you know, you're not supposed to do a turn through that plaza, right? Okay. But the map told us to do that. Sorry about that. He's like, well, I have to give you a ticket. And I'm like, what the fuck? People like that, honestly, are so fucking annoying because if I was a cop in Toronto and someone was here from Montreal and they didn't know certain things, they were just following a map, I'll just tell them, be careful. I'll let you off this time. But this dickhead gave us a ticket. Maybe we did something to deserve that ticket. I don't fucking know, but it was just a fucking stupid little fucking situation that we wish we avoided because... We're not from Montreal. So why do we want a ticket from Montreal? Fucking annoying. 
I really dislike people like that. But lessons I learned from this is, fuck it, let's do it. And what I mean by that, don't overthink it. If it sounds good, then do it. Face your fear and take whatever you need to take from the situation. Teamwork. Very simple. Teamwork makes a dream work. Very simple. Stay hungry. A team that's hungry for opportunities, hungry for showing their best abilities, hungry for being fearless, is a beautiful team to be a part of. Be kind. Always show manners, respect, and be patient when you're dealing with people, even if it's not being returned. It's okay. Don't take it personal. Be mindful. Be mindful and observant. This is so important. When you're doing a pop-up shop or if you run a store, look around the room. See if someone needs help. Even if they don't need help from you, just see if they need help. Just look and see if they make some type of eye contact like they need help. I noticed in some stores or at some pop-ups, people try to avoid eye contact because they don't want to go help the person. Maybe they lack knowledge or maybe they just don't want to help the person. But I think it's very important to look around the room, especially if you're at a pop-up. Help next business owners like pack up their stuff or whatever you need to do. If you have the free time, then why not help out? Because you never know what that person may do for you later on in life as well. So look around. Be mindful. Know what you're talking about when you're talking to customers. Very important. Because if they don't believe you, then why would they believe in your brand? If your team, if your teammate is struggling, go help him. Never leave a man for dead. Never. Because if he looks dumb, you look dumb as well too. So go help. Communicate. See what people in their city like. And if you trust them, make them show you around their city. That's how you build a new relationship. And when they come to your city, they may hit you up and say, oh, can you show me around? That's how you build a network. It's really that simple, you know? It's good to communicate with people. You know how many times we're asking people, what's a good poutine place? Can you show us? Can you do this? You just It's good to talk to people about their city. It shows that you actually care about their place. And I think it's important to showcase things like this to people from our city. To show people like, oh, I can go to Montreal and sell clothing. Oh, I can go to Vancouver and sell clothing. I can go to LA and show clothing. I mean, sell clothing. I feel like it's very important to show the youth from your city that there's different opportunities out there. I think it's important for someone to come up to me and be like, yo, man, you went to Montreal recently, right? I'm like, yeah. I went out there to sell clothing. How did you do that? I don't know, man. It just it just clicked. Like, I know someone from out there. They told us an opportunity, and I took advantage of it. Wow, that's crazy. I want to try something like that. I'm like, yo, bro, just do it. Just do it. Fuck it. Just do it. Because you just never know what's coming with these opportunities that are given to you. As I said before, stay in the lane of opportunity because the amount of blessings that come are amazing and people think you're blessed and people think you're lucky but they don't realize 
You're creating the blessings. You're creating the luck. Yes, it's up to God as well, but you have to pit and work to get to these places. It's not just you. You have to do something. You can't just sit there and pray and think something's going to fall in your lap. You have to put yourself out there. And you have to be fearless, man. You gotta be prepared. So, you know, hopefully this motivates some people to just go do things they never done before. Fuck it. Because that's what I'm going to do now. Non-stop. I'm just going to keep embracing these new moments because they're bringing me new places. My thought process is different. Everything's different. So, these type of journeys, man, they really add to you. I really appreciate them. I feel like even if you're working and you have to go on like a business trip through your place you're working at, it's the next opportunity as well. 